Ahava and blessings welcome to Hold the Shahina. This podcast is here to awaken, to elevate, to support us in our remembering, our activation, our integration, our embodiment of the infinite light of our soul. I am your host, Aria Lara. I am a Reiki master, energy and sound healer, as well as a Magdalene priestess. Welcome to this space of community, of sister and brotherhood, of expansion. And today, I am called to speak about our womb energy. Our womb, our yesod, our sacral, is the foundation of our creation, of our manifestation. Everything that we wish to birth into the physical resides in our womb space. And men also have a womb space. It's energetic. As you may have heard me mention this before, but us of the feminine embodiment, we have the ability to be portals, vessels for the spiritual to be incarnated in human form. So this is a great power and a great responsibility and it requires a level of awareness and consciousness that takes time to develop. Many of us have awakened years ago and have gone through a series or a multitude of awakenings since our initial one. And some of us are just beginning our journey. We have just been called to awaken. And there is no right or wrong or better or worse. or There's no judgment when one comes from a space of oneness, of unity, of union with our infinite self, with our soul. We are spirit. That is our essence. Our essence is oneness at this point in time in a human form. So let's talk about the womb. So your womb energy, your sexual energy, it is the energy that creates worlds. And many times, or all the time, perhaps, you may have heard that it's not, uh, it's either, it's very polarizing. That's what it is. Some people are very free with their sexual energy and that is their expression. Others are more reserved with their expression and it's 
coming from a space of understanding the power that we hold and others are repressed from a space of feeling that there is shame and guilt and just ickiness when it comes to sex. And sex really is, it's a powerful energy. And it's a powerful energy that creates and births physical life. But this energy also is the energy that allows you to manifest your desires. This is the energy that allows you to transcend and transform and bring into being all of your ideas, every project, every book, work of art comes from a healthy and strong womb energy, yesod. These are the waters of creation. These are the waters of our creation. And when we when we are, how shall I put this? When we are unaware of our power and disconnected from our body and our womb space, then this creation energy becomes very chaotic and it expresses in ways that can be unhealthy or ways that can be healthy. It really kind of goes all over the place and it's not focused, it's not integrated. And this is why some of us have experienced patterns um, of trauma repeating itself, whether it's toxic relationships, whether it is an inability to hold or to maintain a healthy relationship. And these are relationships, whether they are intimate or whether they are um, platonic friendships or partnerships in terms of business it's still a relationship. So a lot of the karmic patterns and programs and limiting beliefs and societal junk that we have been taught is our truth, really is not our truth and really serves to further our disconnection from our body, further our disconnection from our womb energy. And to allow us to feel even more anger, frustration, sadness, loneliness, disconnection, separation from one another, from ourselves. And it takes a, it takes a lot to actually choose to heal this energy, to look at your stuff and look at it without judgment, holding a space of love and grace, and allow yourself to listen to what it is teaching you. So we live in a society where women are sexualized, where children are sexualized, unfortunately, but that's another kettle of fish that comes with the disbalance I speak of in this womb energy. So when this womb energy is not purified, because we have to remember we are born in a physical body, a physical body that is made of the sperm and the egg, the ova of your mother and father. So 
you in that genetic DNA that makes up your body, you hold the patterns, the limiting beliefs, the traumas, the blessings, everything that your ancestors have gone through. So if there is traumas behind failed marriages, adultery, rape, incest, molestation, all of these, all of these are an imbalance in our womb energy, an imbalance that we should look at and purify and alchemize, transform and transmute. Not from a place of, well, that thing defines me, but from a space of there is, there is a lesson, there is, there is a learning in that, that my soul chose in order to express and experience humanity, compassion, love. So many of us feel lonely and disconnected and don't allow ourselves to receive love because the way that we have been taught that love expresses is we're only worthy of it if we're a good girl or a good boy, if we don't rock the boat, if we don't speak out of turn, then we are worthy of love. If we achieve excellent marks in school, if we get to this college or university, if we have this kind of career, this kind of job, this kind of amount of money in the bank, then we are worthy of love. But your soul isn't defined by any of that. It's not defined by your gender, your identity, your the amount of money you have, your family background, your social status. None of this, your educational level, none of this defines your soul. Your soul is infinite. It is expansive. It is absolute freedom and oneness. That is your true essence. And this is what, what we are remembering and integrating into our body, allowing this infinite light of creation as the earth herself goes through her upgrades, allowing our body to radiate and, in, and inhabit even more of the light of our soul even more of our wisdom, our gifts, our gifts are here to share. And I know for me, there have been many times when I have been taken advantage of. Why? Because, because that was the vibration that I was at at that moment where I allowed myself to engage in behaviors that were toxic to me, allow people to treat me in ways that were not in integrity, not in alignment, not in love. And we all go through these moments. We all have these experiences, these relationships that have marked us and allowed us to transform and transmute that energy even more strongly and to be able to discard the old patterns and programs and limiting beliefs that kept us tethered to that kind of relationship, to that kind of expression of our sexuality. Your sexuality is powerful. 
it is the energy that creates worlds. And yet, none of us are taught how to purify it. None of us are taught how to honor it. None of us are taught how to connect to it and channel it in a way that is healthy. And in a way that is in, and by healthy, I mean, is in alignment with the light of our soul, is in alignment with the divine order, the cosmic, infinite consciousness that we are all a part of. That's what I mean by healthy. It, our expression can, can be, especially you might find this more in women, manipulative, vindictive, vengeful, wrathful, like these are also expressions of an unbalanced sexual energy, one that uses people or uses their sexuality to get ahead in life or like that or to force people to give them what they want. They will use their power or money again all an imbalance in the yesod. So how do we work on purifying this? How do we, how do we transmute and transform and alchemize whatever we may be holding in our womb space? We do this through meditation, through breath work, through yogic practices are excellent movement meditations meditation if i didn't already mention that sound healing art whatever journaling there is always something that calls to you that will be your medicine and it will change over time for you sometimes it will be the the religion that you were born into, sometimes it won't be. Sometimes the supposed philosophy that you followed, you realize that it's not a philosophy, it's a dogma, and it's a religion, and religion really is the opposite of spirituality. Spirituality is knowing that you are one with the divine consciousness. So whatever we call it, Allah which means sacred unity in Aramaic, Allah, God, Yahweh, Goddess, Divine Mother, Father. This frequency that is this cosmic consciousness, source energy, it's ultimately it is oneness. It is sacred unity. It's neither male nor female because it holds both. And we ourselves hold both. We were made in the image of the creatrix of the universe, of the multiverse, of the multidimensionality. We ourselves hold that frequency. So when we can balance our own waters of our yesod, our creative womb energy, we can harmonize our inner masculine and feminine. And we can utilize the, our creative energy to manifest our desires in a way that is sustainable, in a way that lasts, in a way that creates an impact, in a way that really supports not only ourselves, but the growth and evolution of others.
This is what we are here to do. We are here to support one another, to show each other a mirror of what what our shadow is, what our light is, what our infinite potential looks like. We are all aspects of source consciousness experiencing a specific human experience but at our core we're all unity we're all oneness we're all love so we transmute this energy by working with the shekhinah the infinite light creation the highest frequencies of unconditional love light and healing is what i always call in when i do my energy and sound healings it's it's a frequency of expansion and unconditional love and the highest iterations of that unconditional love. It's infinite light and grace. So some signs that you might be out of alignment are having compulsive, addictive tendencies If you have physical ailments around your womb, your sexual organs, your urinary tract, your bladder, your kidneys, that may also indicate an energetic imbalance in your yesod, in your womb energy. If you have difficulty, if you feel guilt or shame over your body, your sexuality, um, your expression of your sexuality, Many of us have been taught to feel shame around being sexual, even if it is monogamous and with one partner. Um, We're taught that, oh no, we must suppress that part of us. But that part is what can, through divine union with our beloved, can bring us closer to the divine, to our union with Allah, with God-Goddess. So it's all interconnected and all of it allows us to channel our energy into co-creating with the divine, into manifesting our desires. And when it comes to our desires, we must, well, we mustn't. Let me not say we must. It would be, it would behoove us. That's it. It would behoove us to be aware of why we hold certain desires. Certain desires are there because they're your soul's calling and your soul telling you, this is what lights me up. This is how I will feel more alive and present within you. And other desires are egoic desires, desires that are implanted by societal norms, family, conditioning, um, the media, all, all of these things can make us believe that what we desire is really, you know, a fast car, the fanciest house, uh, Prada or Chanel or whatever. Um, but what we're really looking for is external validation for our being. And whenever we put our focus on something outside of us to validate who we are, 
then we are already creating disconnection and dissonance within ourselves. So it's very important for us to be aware of why we desire certain desires and always align them. Do your best to align them with your soul, to listen to your soul. And your soul speaks to you. The divine speaks to you in moments of calmness, stillness, in moments of solitude, in moments where we are one with nature. It could be walking along a beach or walking through the woods. When we feel our connection to the earth, it's easier for for us to bypass the chatter of the ego, of the monkey mind that just tries to keep us busy and doing instead of receiving. And that is another very, very important lesson of this womb energy. It is tied to our ability to receive and to give. We cannot give if we do not allow ourselves to receive. And many of us have been programmed into thinking that, no, it's, it's about giving. We must give everything. And then there are the takers that all they do is take. Both of these can signify an imbalance in your womb energy. It is the endless giving and the endless receiving, that infinite flow of these two that harmonizes and aligns and balances our womb energy. And when we purify this, the waters of our womb, we allow this energy to rise up to our heart space, rise up to our third eye, to our crown, and allow it to be united with the cosmic intelligence, with that dragon energy of the cosmos. And then that beautiful divine cosmic union happens within you, and you align, embody, integrate more of your soul, more of your light, and you awaken even more deeply and you expand and you grow and you feel alive and you feel embodied and you feel incredibly sovereign and comfortable in your body. And sure, there may be projections. Sometimes people don't like to see someone who's embodied because it points out to them all the ways that they are not embodied and that is okay and so it becomes important for us to be aware of what is our stuff the stuff that is ours and what is a projection that someone else has laid upon you and basically said this is you and then we take it on and we're wearing an ill-fitting suit or a dress that's four sizes too big or two sizes too small because we've allowed ourselves to take on an identity that is not ours. So it is very important 
for us to be aware and connected to our womb energy. Constantly working to purify this with mantra, with song, with sound healing, with energy healing, with journaling, with dancing, with kundalini yoga, however, or maybe not kundalini yoga, but maybe if it calls to you, it's it really is what speaks to your soul and what allows you to be so present that, as one of my teachers says, you're releasing karma and patterns and trauma because you are so in the moment, so embodied, so present. And that allows you to embody your light. And the more light you hold, the more light that you hold, the more that you are pushing out whatever is not in alignment, whatever is your karmas, your traumas, your limiting beliefs, your, your stuff. It is through being present, through your practices, through being mindful, that we start shedding those layers, peeling back the layers of that onion in order for you to really radiate and shine your light. And your light is precious. Your light is needed. Your light is what this world needs. You sharing your gifts. You being embodied, feeling empowered. Owning all aspects of your being. This allows you to expand and inspire other people to follow their own dreams. Follow their own journey. Manifest their own desires. Because they see us doing it. They see us embodying. They see us integrating. They see us doing the work. And it's an example. It's an example. And it's a light. And we need this light. Your gifts are needed. And this is what the purification of our womb offers us. The ability to transmute and transcend our karmas, our family lineage, our stuff, our baggage. Transcend it, transmute it, alchemize it. And step into the fullest, most authentic expression of your soul. And I always say the fullest and most authentic. But really... It's just the fullness of your being. It's funny because as being in human form, we sometimes feel the need to quantify and to define and to make sure we're specific. And yet all we're doing is embodying our light. And that light by its infinite nature is infinite. It is expansive. It is the fullest expression. It is the most authentic. It is all of those things. It is unconditional love. That is your light. That is what we are aligning to more and more. And that is the frequency that we are bringing down through the work that we do. Us light workers, energy healers, sound healers, we are anchoring these higher frequencies of the divine here. And we are 
living our heaven, our Malkuta on earth. We are creating that world every moment with every word, every action, every thought. Every moment we are creating, we are creation, creating infinitely. The Bereshit, which is the first word of the Genesis in Aramaic. Creation, creating infinitely. This is our nature. This is who we are. This is why we are awakening. And I'm going to say awakening because it's a series of awakenings. You don't just reach the mountaintop and all of a sudden, woohoo, I'm enlightened. No. It's, it's real. And there are dark nights of the soul and there are stuff that comes up when you do sound healings or energy healings or journaling or whatever it is that you do. There's stuff that comes up and it comes up to be healed. It comes up to your awareness from your subconscious, from the waters, the deep, dark waters of your yesod. It comes up to be alchemized, to be transmuted because energy cannot be destroyed it can only be transmuted and transformed from one form to another. And this is what we are doing when we purify our womb energy, when we become aware of that which is stealing and siphoning your sexual creative energy. This is why I don't, um, I don't watch pornography. I'm very mindful of what I give my energy to and of who has access to my time. And I'm becoming more and more mindful every day because some people are just taking and they're not giving you anything. And that's not healthy. It's not good for us to be constantly giving to the point where we deplete ourselves that's not the mark of a warrior of light, of a sovereign being. A sovereign being does not give to the point of depletion and exhaustion. A sovereign being has the discernment and the wisdom to know what is worthy and deserving of their infinite energy, of their resources, of their time, of their words of their grace, of their love. And those boundaries come more and more naturally when one is connected to our womb space, to our energy, that infinite creative energy within us. We learn how to set boundaries when we weren't taught how to. We reparent ourselves in many ways, knowing that our upbringing may have been ideal and may not have been ideal, and those people were doing their best with the resources and the learning, be it educational or vocational or in their lineage, with whatever they were given, they were doing their best. And when you can see it that way, 
that every being is doing their best. You come to a whole other level of oneness, of compassion, of grace, of union, and then you just climb on to another one. Because it's never, it's never an end. It's not an ending. It's not, it's not about the destination. It is the journey. It is what we are creating in this present moment. And is it aligning us closer to our light and our soul and our embodiment and our expansion and our growth? Or is it taking us off course? And sometimes we go off course for a reason because there's a soul contract that we chose to take on. And that's okay. And then we just come back to our light. We come back to our oneness. We come back to our center. Come back to our heart. This is what it is about. Purifying the waters of our creation our womb, and opening our heart, becoming heart-centered and living from that space that is aligned with your womb energy and aligned with your heart, embodying the fullness of your soul, radiating your light and fulfilling your mission And so many people get triggered when someone mentions mission. It's like, oh, I have to do something. Yeah, we all chose to incarnate, to do something, several things, many things, who knows. But we know when we align with our soul what we incarnated to do. And when we share our light, that is what we are doing. We are fulfilling our mission because our mission is to remember, to embody and integrate those infinite, that infinite consciousness, that infinite light of our soul in our physical body. And what we do with it, we express, we create, we manifest, we inspire, we encourage, we uplift. We support others in awakening and aligning with their own truth, with that infinite truth that extends and goes beyond our earthly physical notion of truth. There is a truth that is oneness and harmonic with the universe, with the infinite consciousness that is the truth we speak of that is the wisdom that is the discernment that is the alignment and it begins and ends in your womb that storehouse of energy within you that is where it all begins the seeds of your desires are all held there.
And we get to choose. We get to choose how we express this energy. We get to choose how we embody this energy, how we incarnate this energy. There are so many ways, but there is one way for each one of us and every one of us deserves to feel that embodiment, to feel that infinite expansive power of our light, our sovereignty, We are light, we are love. In Aramaic it would be inana nukhra, inana rahem, I am love, inana rahem, inana ahava would be another. Ahava is love in service, love in action. It's actually one of the fa- my favorite ways, it has become one of my favorite ways to open circle, closed circle, because it really encompasses that love that is an action, that isn't passive. Inana nukhra, I am light. Inana rahem, rahem is love as well, another word for love in Aramaic. Inana hava, I am love and service. So I urge you to look within, connect with your womb energy, allow yourself to purify whatever needs to be cleansed, let go of, shed, and step into your light, shine your light, radiate your light. Even when it gets hard and you don't quite know why you're doing anything. Those are the defining moments when it's, it's up to us to have faith, to surrender. And if you've heard me mention surrender, surrender is not passive, letting things just happen. Surrender is an absolute trust in the divine, in the fact that we are guided, we are protected, we are safe. And that is another sometimes hardship that comes with an unbalanced, an imbalance in the womb is we don't feel safe. Many of us have been made to not feel safe in our bodies. But by healing that, we can come back to safety, come back to feeling that we are safe, we are protected. We are fully supported. And to feel that when we haven't felt that before is very powerful and it's life-changing. And I encourage you to do the work so you may feel that as well. Because there's nothing like feeling safe and protected 
when you've spent your life not feeling it. Feeling like the other shoe's going to drop at any minute. Oh my God, I have to be prepared. Something's going to go wrong. Living in fear. But when we harmonize the waters of our womb, when we align with our heart, there comes a knowing that we are safe. That we are oneness with all that is. That was meant to be one with all that is. But we are oneness as well. So thank you for joining me for this episode of womb energy, womb healing and creation. Up next will be the sound healing, which I'm super excited about. I'm really excited because I have a bunch of womb chakra bowls in different sizes. So it's going to be really beautiful. I urge you to take a listen. And as always, I welcome your comments. I welcome your questions. Feel free to message me either via email, follow me on Instagram. Please subscribe to this podcast. Um, and give this a like, share it, um, spread the word because everyone needs, everyone needs inspiration at some point in time or another, or all the time. Some of us just need constant inspiration because we might be going through a little bit more of a tough time than others, but this is what we are here to do. We're here to share our light and to encourage and support one another in our expansion, in our embodiment of our infinite light. So I thank you for joining me. Up next is the Sound Healing Companion episode. Ahava, many, many blessings.